0: Welcome back to the Pain for Thought podcast. I hope you liked the last episode about facing challenges. If you haven't seen yet and you want to, make sure to check it here on Spotify after you listen to this new one, which I believe you guys are going to love, what me and the guests prepared for today. So yes, I said guests because today we're receiving two amazing sisters to talk about a really crucial concern for everyone so that should understand more and that should be influenced to also address this topic with other people. Today I'm here with Julia and Bruna Mourin to discuss mental health and its attributes. So, welcome, girls.
1: Hi, G. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here. That was Bruna. Hi, G. I'm Julia.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me as well. I'm really glad I had the chance to be here.
0: Thank you so much girls, Uh, thank you for being here. One of the reasons why I called Julia to take part in this episode of mental health is because she is a psychology major, so she will be providing us factual information and enriching the content of today. Yes! So, as many of you know, mental health can be something really polemic to talk about. But it's something that everyone will struggle with at a point in our lives, unfortunately. And because of that, we should be trying to learn more and more every day, not only for ourselves, but also to give support to others. And although it is a delicate theme, it is important for people to be able to talk about it regardless of the discomfort in my brain. So the question of today, it's more of a personal reflection that you should have and it's something for you to change, to maybe think about changing your behavior towards mental illness. So the question is, what's your position in mental health awareness and your position when mental, mental illness are present or even close to your reality? So, daily we are often more worried about superficial things or temporary problems in our lives like our jobs and that sometimes we can go unnoticed we can get go unnoticed not only about other people's struggles
2: but even our own yeah that's such a true thing uh, most of the times like uh we use as like a defense mechanism um, getting our schedules full and not really realizing what our thoughts are, and our worries are, and what we're thinking and feeling—it's one of the most common things people do, like to get busy, to not totally. think about stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I do that every time. Like I do know. Literally. <laughs> Mental illness has been seen as not as worrisome as physical seen diseases and because of that most of us don't even leave a part of our apprehensions in our daily routines to be about mental health as julia said it's even kind of a cope or cope mechanism right
1: yeah totally
0: exactly i can assure myself myself that there are people listening to me right now that denies the existence of these struggles And I can also assure myself that there are also people in here that has to fight every day with their own minds. Of course, everyone fights daily with their own minds because, well, brain, it is in fact the hardest machine to control. But I'm talking about those people that due to traumas and due to genetics, uh, they have limitations marked because of real illness, mental ones. That are not treated normally as concerning as the physical ones, yeah yeah, those people not only struggle with disease with the disease itself but also with the world around us, and complicate even more their in, with their internal conflicts, for example, mental health stigma that is created and it's important in society. those stigmas normally really makes it even harder for people that struggle with mental health daily. Like, for example, um, the people with depression are always in a deep sadness or that bipolar people have mood swings constantly. And those are just like some examples. And let me tell you, those stigmas are made by non-doctors. So (laughs) it can can be made by anyone. (laughs) And because people still treat mental illness like they want to, they believe that they have the power to interpret something that not even us, that struggle with mental illness, know. And this is something that doctors have worked and studied over centuries, and yet they have many discoveries to still do. When it comes to physical ones, we don't see many people oversharing their opinions uh, with others, and even in the internet, in social media, like people do about mental health.
2: Preach! Yes, <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> but, however, mental health has been getting more visibility today. Thank God, where stigmas are being put aside and finally taken seriously. So, Zhu, being at a more appropriate resource, can you talk about the stigmas and the
2: reality? Oh, yeah. Uh thank you for asking. Um I think that one of the things that are mostly uh misunderstood when it comes to mental illness is that it is something that happens physically. Mm-hmm. Most of the times we think of mental illness as something that's like subjective, that happens in a place that we cannot like really place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but um it is actually something that happens to our brain. And um, there's this thing that happens to the brain. I'm not gonna go into like super intimate details because we're not doctors, thank God. But um, basically we, we have to like plug um, the, the, the thought with uh, another thought mm. and then the thought with a feeling. Mm. And what happens with mental illness is that there is no plug. So you're trying to send this feeling like, "Oh, happiness, happiness, happiness," that does not come to the person,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so it's something that really happens in the body is um uh, a physical thing, mm-hmm. so we most of the times we treat mental illness as something um, like a something that is um, not approachable yeah exactly non approachable but it don't is really. approachable and there is no cure to mental illness because your brain is not gonna like oh oh my god i wake up today and i'm gonna start <laughs> plugging i'm gonna start sending you happiness <laughs> what a great day to be happy mm-hmm. Like that will never happen um and most of the people don't understand that
1: mm-hmm.
2: that there is no cure to mental illness it's something that's always gonna be in your brain But it's the same with like physical issues. If you have like a heart problem, of course, you're going to seek help. And if this doctor who you went to to like seek help is not good enough, you're going to go to another one because it's still there. But most of the times people don't do the same with mental illness. So they go to one therapist for one session and they're like, oh, I really didn't get over my depression today. So um, (laughs) I think I quit. Okay. Next, Uh, so it is a thing that happens a lot with mental illness, and it really bugs me because like people study like four, five, ten years to Mm -hmm. like treat people with mental illness, or even more. Yeah, or even more. And (laughs) uh, and they still like think that one session, one dose of a certain like uh, prescription medicine or whatever. It's going to cure it all, but it doesn't. It's about time because like the same happens with your body. So if you, if you have like a virus, oh, that was deep. If you have a bacteria, <laughs> then, uh, um, you have to like keep taking the medicine so mm-hmm. it slowly gets better. It's the same goes with your brain, but it's not going to get better. It's just going to get controlled. And the medicine mm-hmm. is providing the neurotransmitters that your brain is not producing. So it's like a, a really deep thing to think about, but it happens a lot uh, and it really makes me so angry. i mm. don't stop. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, the worst part, it's not only because normally when, because of how people um, react with mental illness, the people that actually struggle, they try not to reach out because they are scared or they feel like they're not going to be understood and they feel like exactly they know we know that it's something that it's that can we can't cure, but because the way people treat mental health and mental illness, sometimes people don't even think that it's like something worth worth working with, you know, and yeah, and that's exactly. one of the reasons why sometimes they simply oh no I, I don't want to go to therapy, but I have friends. <laughs> that they have to go to therapy, but the idea of having to face their traumas, having to face their own mind, and even having, like, for example, taking a med, a medicine for that, they simply don't want, because they feel like that we are yeah. weak, because we are really reaching out to help. And this is something that it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. And many people think it's a choice, like... Not much people understand that it's a physical thing and mm-hmm. it, it just happens to you. Mm-hmm. People think that, oh, you choose to be depressed. Like, you know, just go for a walk and you'll be okay. <laughs> yes! Like, no. It's <laughs> not like this. Like, oh, you know, just look at the mirror. Now you will have self-esteem. Like, Yeah. oh uh, it uh, like, no, doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, it's like, try to think positive. You're gonna get <gasps> over oh, yeah. it. It's like, I oh,
2: like I haven't thought about that. Yeah, people yeah. Like, if it were that easy, there wouldn't be like professionals that take care of it. Like, come on, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, exactly. You have
1: anxiety? Oh, girl, no, 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 just just be calm. Yeah. <laughs> You're blind? let see.
0: And it's like, if we decided to treat physical illness as mental health issues, it will be like, Oh my God, like, oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. Come down. Like, you have to breathe. Your your heart's gonna be fine. Just take like a mat and sit down, you know, go for a walk. And you're gonna be like, I'm having a heart attack. I am literally dying.
2: Think on the bright side, at least you have food and a house. (laughs) Like, stop being so negative.
0: I love, like, our generation is getting better much better mm-hmm. but the last generation like our parents or worst our grandfathers our grandmothers oh, <laughs> they used to like treat treat mental illness as like oh no you're, you're just being lazy or you're being being dramatic and i'm like
2: oh my <laughs> god <laughs> you know exactly like um there's this one thing uh you know freud the one who came up with psychoanalysis that's mm-hmm. how you say it yes. yeah he called every illness that had any type of like um symptom mm-hmm. of mental illness psychosis mm-hmm. but like um uh, especially women they, he called it for women hysteria oh, the yeah. reason why he called it hysteria was because hyster comes from uterus mm-hmm. so he thought every woman um, was only struggling with mental illness because of their uterus
0: oh my god <laughs> like this is true and, and it's like it's crazy but like centuries ago people knew so little about even physical illness that of course mm, yeah. we can see like the improvements the the way now mental health is treated much better and <laughs> how we even have more resources to actually help people. Yeah, that's so much true, yeah. I said that centuries ago, people didn't have as much as information as they do. But right now, with technology, with studies, we know actually um, the reality of mental health. We know how people actually struggle. And although it's it's a brain disease, it can affect our health physical health can it will affect our lives and even people around us but the problem is that although we have such facts we have such like evidence there are still people that act like mental health it's nothing or when they have someone next to them or close to them that it's struggling with mental health they simply decide to like Ignore or don't let them reach out with you, and that's so bad because we don't know what actually what what's going on inside inside people's head. And, yeah, and it's really hard for people sometimes to uh, do do things in their daily routine. It is actually easy for people that don't struggle with that. For example, I have seen so many people that with depression, they can't get out of bed. It's like, it's physically hard for people with depression to get up off their bed. And there's still like parents that think that it's like laziness or lack of capability or lack of like to actually be better. But, you know, that's not it. And if we think that you're gonna get better by only like with time like it's not gonna happen you need to go through therapy you need to seek for like professional help and I know that it's hard because sometimes our parents don't believe in mental illness and it gets even harder for you to actually reach out for a therapy but it's really essential
2: yeah, I think uh, one thing that you said that I really wanted to talk about was this thing where you said that um, nowadays people know better about um, mental health, mm-hmm. but there's one thing that really bugs me about it. Um, it's basically like everyone uh, nowadays romanticizes like helping out and reaching out to their friends who struggle with mental health or are in like a mental breakdown, whatever, mm-hmm. Um But when this friend or whatever, any person shows any trait um, of a real mental illness, uh, people are often like uh, shocked and taken aback and saying, Mm -hmm. for example, let me give you examples. Um, When someone with like um, borderline personality disorder does something very extreme or like, I don't know, goes crazy, like goes missing for like five days. They're like, oh, they're too much. They're like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Or a friend who has bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. who out of out of a sudden, the, um, like out of a sudden, they're like super maniac and super happy, and then they go to that like deep uh, depressive state. They're like, oh, I can't take it. Like everything was okay yesterday. They are faking it. Mm-hmm. Or a person with depression, that friend who can't really get some things done, and then you say, oh. She's so smart, but like, she's kind of lazy, like she doesn't get up or she doesn't do the stuff she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like we, we we say so much that we should embrace mental health. But when it comes to like actually giving um, the given the opportunity to do that, you mess it up because we don't know enough about it.
0: Mm-hmm. We
2: say we know enough about it. But when we see the symptoms of it, we're, we don't know how to deal with it because it is too much. Um but it's not too much. It's just like a you know, personification of what the mind like is saying to this person. So I don't know, it's something that really bugs me is like how people most of the times say like post on Instagram star Oh my god, um oh, save depression. Stop depression. September. Yellow September, let's go. Oh. But like when it comes to actually um, being there, mm-hmm. uh, they 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 can't do it because it's too much for them. Totally, I feel like
0: also people that are outside the situations they judge what they see, but they don't know what is going on inside the person's head. So there are many uh, examples that we can give of mental breakdowns or of crisis, of panic attacks or anxiety attacks and people are often saying like no oh my god i want to help or i every time that someone with mental um struggles i try to reach out to them so they can actually get help but when it actually happens as julia said people tend to like not understand or people tend to do as, like, the minimum they can to at least show they try to care. And that's ridiculous. It's like, you don't have to pretend you're trying to help. If you don't want to help, don't. don't, Exactly. uh, Don't like... Like, I hate
1: these.
2: Like, those texts that people send you, like, Oh, are you okay? I saw you in class and you seemed a little bit down. Yeah. Like, I just want to tell you that you're loved and, like, Girl, miss Girl, miss Woman, yeah. excuse me, <laughs> you've woman. never talked to me before. Like, uh, you yes. don't show support on my daily life. So like you're coming out of nowhere and telling I me, mean, just know you're left. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, leave, there's a door, you yeah. know the way out, go.
0: <laughs> totally. But we need to at least, at least have empathy, at least try to listen to the person. But yeah. I have seen so many people that when you start talking about your problem or whatever, they go like, like I also struggle with this. <laughs> or oh, that's not even that bad. Like I struggle with something that even it's even worse. It's like people we're not in competition in who is suffering the most. This yeah. like how toxic is that? Yeah, we're yeah. here to
1: help each other. What totally. you've learned struggling with that is should teach others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and
0: about teaching mental health education in schools, in every place we can. It's really important because at as it is something that we don't know much and it's not like sometimes it's not giving the the importance as a physical disease, it is it is still something that people have to know because for example in school we do learn biology we do learn about physical uh, problems physical limitations but we don't learn, we don't learn about the mental health which is something that we struggle with school we struggle every day and it's like you know it's crucial
2: Exactly. Um, yeah, I think it, one of the things that most people don't understand is that everyone struggles with mental health, mm-hmm. because the mind is not a stable thing. It does not like every day works the same way, does the same connections and synapses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every day, your mind is in a different state because of the context of the previous day or of the dream you had during your night,
1: or mm-hmm. uh, whatever.
2: So everyone is struggling with it, but it's uh, very few people who are um, courage um, courageous enough to um, actually, you know, stand up and say, hey, I struggle with this. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in school, we live in such a um, a context where the only thing that is required is production and results and production and results that we don't really have the space to stand up and say, hey, I am trying to do that. But at the same time, My mind, my, you know, my household,
0: Mm -hmm. I'm
2: struggling with this too. And I don't have the space to to talk about that anywhere else. So here I am talking about it in school, which Mm -hmm. should be a place for you to be able to talk about it and like to express yourself and say, hey, I'm, you know, having a hard time. Mm -hmm. Can I write about it? Can I do a test about it? And it really bugs me because school does not, um, you know, it, it does not like brings everything into teaching and learning because you could like learn about mental health you could learn about expressing your mental health through art through writing i don't Mm -hmm. know like through Mm -hmm. taking pictures you know planting whatever doing crystals whatever you like we don't learn that in school and it should be like taught because it's as important as you know biology and physics and even more because that's going to carry throughout your entire life you're mm-hmm. always going to struggle with mental health because the tendency is to have more trauma as you grow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, why are we learning about, um, you know, gravity? No, no offense, physics. But, um, <laughs> and not learning about like how to cope and how to deal and how to stand up and say what you're feeling and how to understand your feelings and process them and talk about it. Like uh, it's such a normal thing to feel. So why is it an, a normal thing to talk about?
0: Totally, mm-hmm. I feel like, how many people, I, I have seen so many people that simply don't know that they are actually struggling with a mental illness because they don't know about it, they don't know enough or they don't know that it's actually a thing so it's cool, it's cool, which is a source, it's one of actually one of the reasons that people have mental illness like,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> they don't talk about it, they seem like they don't care and like the worst thing is that they se- not that they seem, it is actually they actually worry much more about our grades, about if we are learning and sometimes not if we are really re- learning but if we are giving results as they want to Exactly They worry much more about that than about if we are okay And if we are... um, If you're the perfect student. Exactly. And, for example, I know school, because of the stress, because of the pressure, because of everything that comes with responsibilities in school, of course, many people get depressed, many people feel useless, many people feel, like, really, really bad about them. Because of school, like, self-esteem? No. Yeah. (laughs) School. They are much more um, worried about if you are able to answer questions in a paper than if you actually
2: want to be alive, which is like horrible. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's like one of the things that really get me is that school focuses on certain subjects, Mm -hmm. but not everyone has the intelligence for those subjects because for example um there is a psychologist named gardner Mm -hmm. who actually came up with nine different types of intelligence Mm -hmm. these intelligence can go from like um you know literary intelligence mathematical intelligence to like plants intelligence feelings intelligence death intelligence like what a, what sports intelligence mm-hmm. like knowing how to drive intelligence like so many things artistic musical like there are so many types of intelligence in school can only like um uh teach us about like two or three mm-hmm. when there are thousands of people who are never going to fit in and they're going to struggle forever with like um Intellectual self-esteem because they don't think that they're smart enough because school is only teaching them how to do two plus two and how to write, a, you know, a, an essay for a freaking test. Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna be useful for those people. It's it's only gonna be useful at school for people who have certain types of intelligences, and people who don't are gonna be like forever trapped in like a system where they are not able to express and develop their own intelligence, totally. which is so frustrating. Totally, like school, it seems like you have to follow
0: those rules regardless of who you are. And let's face it, everyone is different, everyone and everyone have different capabilities, everyone have different perspectives, people face things in different ways. So why should we simply, you know, have to follow a system that don't even worry about our health?
2: You know? Exactly. Yeah, it's such a hard thing. Understanding that like everyone is struggling with mental health and mm-hmm. not everyone has a place in school and not yeah. even in like learning mm-hmm. because not everyone's going to be able to express what they're good at and what they like and what they don't like. For example, if you like video games, how the hell are you going to go to school and find interest? Yeah. Like, like, what? Ma- ma'am, what? Yeah. what? Who created the system? I need to have a talk with you. Mm-hmm. And there
1: are many types of intelligence that they are they exclude in school. Like, they tell you that you're, like, oh, you're lazy because you're playing video games instead of, like, reading. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're lazy because you're going to parties because you have a social intelligence and you like being around people. Mm-hmm. But you're not, you know, oh, you're not studying today. You could have studied, you know, not going, like, to see your friends yeah it's like yeah. right
2: all of them should be included and being like and all of them should be pr- promoted
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: i think um one of the things that people don't understand is that for some people those results that you have in school these are easy things because they are part of like um, something that you're good at or you like or you find interest mm-hmm. or whatever you just find it easy to study them but for other people being able to even wake up in the morning to go to school is a big thing Mm -hmm. and they go to school and they get like a medium grade and they're treated as medium people but you know for them even going to school is like such a big victory um so getting like a medium grade for them is like such a big thing and school does not like understand this subjective thing about students that someone who finds it you know entertaining and nice to study or even easy to study is of course it's gonna have results different than other people who find it even hard to be there Mm -hmm. so how are they measuring people's worth on a number when there's so much behind those numbers like what yeah and the fact exactly what you said and the
0: fact that the school shows you only have a worth when you reach the highest grade and you seem like the perfect student the fact that they only give us um, kind of an award when we are able to fit in what they want us to be, when we are in the standards they want, it's so like wrong because people are different and school makes us feel like that. So our mental, mental struggles also starts with school. And, exactly. And because the school doesn't teach us that, it's even worse because it just shows how they really don't care
2: yeah and it's like a circular system Mm -hmm. because uh most of the times of course teachers are people so they also struggle with mental health Mm -hmm. but they're told by their supervisors that there is a way to do it and then the supervisors were told that there is a way to do it and then the students are gonna like grow up and be teachers some of them if Mm -hmm. they want to and do the same thing because it's the only way that they know about it so if no one is breaking that cycle no one's no one's gonna get out of it people are still gonna feel like worthless when they are not in that standard of like grade and performance Mm -hmm. and people are only going to feel worth it if they are in that standard and doing that specific um way and giving that specific uh performance so it's like a such a circular thing like it's a cycle that will never end unless someone breaks it so it's more of a like how can school adapt to be able to uh, make it a more subjective thing it's a question that i don't know how to answer unfortunately i'm a teacher but i have no idea (laughs) like i literally have no idea i try my best but at the same time like there's only so much i can do because i still have to like um follow what my supervisors do which is such a hard thing because there's always two sides right so the teachers are always trying to bring something new but like at the same time if they bring something to you know, different, there's always like the feedback that goes like, oh, that's not very, you know, uh, ethical. Mm -hmm. And there's always this thing, it's really hard.
0: But it's amazing that at least you as a teacher, you know that. And you know that you can help your students somehow, although our system, they don't actually impose the mental health education. So at least by us talking about mental health, at least trying to reach people to understand that mental health its something that it's important to be tackled. It's already like a really good step for us, for people who struggle, because it's so hard for us to talk about that because it is um, unfortunately yet something that people seem to be afraid because of course we don't know much of it. And humans have this tendency of being scared of the unknown and well it it makes sense but okay anyways yeah. <laughs> but we have to emphasize the importance of this because sometimes I, I i'm i'm saying that this because it's a personal experience i have felt i have felt like this before i sometimes feel like because i'm not going uh, because I'm not doing like well in school I feel like my life it's, it's uh, like it's done I'm done
1: mm-hmm, and sometimes
0: yeah. what I have to do it's what I have to, I have to remind myself that we are living in a piece of rock that it's in the space <laughs> and life life is just much more about uh, much more than school when when we are teenagers, when we are young, we're still trying to figure out who we are, and when we have to follow rules and be like everybody else, and sometimes we even see that people around us they don't seem to care about us like it's like so how can I actually want to leave It's seems like, exactly it seems like there are so many aspects around us that makes it even harder to want to leave. And that's one of the reasons why we have so many people right now struggling with mental health because we are just in a society that is so narrow-minded that we only we seem to care about only the superficial things but we don't care about like what you're feeling it's such a vague thing yes because in the end at least i feel like this because of things that happen nowadays and that i have to be worried about superficial things all the time. I feel like I'm wasting so much time in my life that it's like I should be, be I should be out there being happy. Not now, of course, because we are in a pandemic. But I yeah. should, but I should be out there trying to find myself, <laughs> simply living. But in the other hand, right now what I'm actually doing is suffering. I'm struggling with something that there are people
2: that say it, it, it doesn't exist. Uh, like, one of the things that is really hard to uh, do as a professional, like, in the mental health area, is mm-hmm. understanding the difference between mental illness and state of mind and humor. Because sometimes you can have, like, those depressive states, but you don't actually have depression. Mm-hmm. Anxious states where you're not actually, like, with anxiety or whatever. But, like, you, you should get the, the correct help. And even if you are like you know better from your depressive state of mind or state of humor or whatever uh you still should seek help because um therapy and you know psychiatrists are not only for when we are like on our like w- when we hit bottom mm-hmm. it's yeah. for every day of our lives yeah so, you like, should
1: get help before you get into your exactly, worst because exactly. <laughs> exactly. when you're in the worst part you won't you won't you know you won't, yeah you won't hmm. get
2: help when you're at your worst because yeah. you you don't want it um but when you get help on like a daily basis and you have like a therapist who you can talk to and you know rent to, and talk about your daily lives it makes it easier to like understand the patterns when you're falling into that like bottom again Mm -hmm. so it's such an important thing i think that uh, one of the things that really helped me was getting therapy right before i left school like i was a girl when you were seven you had a therapy no, yeah, that's true. But yeah, me what too. what you talking about. But then I left therapy, okay? <laughs> me, ma'am. Uh, I met like uh, getting uh, a therapist, like a fixed one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was right, when I was leaving high school, I think it was like a a year, kind of a year before I left. And then when I left, I had like already kind of sorted out all my issues, and then I was just like free to enjoy people that.
0: Struggle with mental health also have to think like this. We are not our struggles. We are not the disorders we have We are not the actual mental illness But it is something that we have to be concerned about as well as like physical problems but we have to understand that mental illness manifests in different ways in different people and That's one of the reasons why it is so important for mental health to be educated and to be talked about and actually discuss like with your family, with your friends
2: and like uh, if you have a friend or someone who struggles with mental health the best thing to do is not give advice ma'am, you're not a licensed psychologist, don't give advice not even psychologists give advice, like that's not useful Mm -hmm. listen to them so like how can I listen to my friends when they're struggling with mental health? ask questions so like their friend is describing like, oh I feel this way Okay, when did it start? When did you start feeling like that? Mm. How does that manifest? How do you cope with that feeling? Mm-hmm. So like ask ask questions because most of the times when we like reach out to our friends it's because we want to be heard. We don't want to like solutions. So um, we want to be heard yes. and people want to be heard. So like what you can do to help is listen and ask questions so that they feel that they are being heard.
0: Yeah, sometimes that's what she said. Uh, sometimes we only want to be heard or we only want someone to be by ourselves to support sometimes we don't even want to talk about we want to like, simply cry with you like have <laughs> someone exactly. to, having someone to support yourself it's already like good enough for you to do for someone and yeah. if you struggle you should be the one trying to look um, for help and I know that it can be hard sometimes because of the way people actually treat mental health they treat like it's a drama like it's something that we're creating and sometimes we even feel like oh i don't want to talk about this because like i'm gonna end up being a problem for other people yeah didn't know how it's gonna
1: it's gonna go Mm
0: -hmm. but the problem is Well, in the end of the day, if you're still struggling with something, you should like reach out. You should try to get help because it's so hard. Try to solve something that actually it's not solvable. It is something that actually you have to understand more. That's why we have therapy. And we have to understand how can we cope? How can we get better? Try to understand as much as possible. So you actually have like tools to help yourself.
2: Yeah, and actually like seek out for real professionals because one of the things when it mm-hmm. comes to mental health is that like because there is such a stigma around it, mm-hmm. there are many fake professionals like coaches. No, no, thank you. Coaches are for <laughs> sports, not for mental health. Thank you. Red flags. Uh, there is the uh, suicide hotline to mm-hmm. talk about it. There are many um, apps where you can, you know. Um, Talk about it when you're having like a breakdown or a crisis or whatever. Um, it's always important to uh, use the resources that you can find because it seems hard now, but it's going to be so much easier when you finish it, like when you get it done and there's gonna come so much relief and um, you're gonna find yourself every day a little bit more. Even if you don't feel comfortable talking about something with your therapist,
1: you, su- you should find someone that you feel 100% yourself inside of the room.
0: Yes, and one thing we have to understand, people that have mental illness, we have to understand yes. that we also we have limitations. And yes, sometimes we're not gonna feel our best our like our best version and it is okay so it is okay to not be okay this is like a quote a a famous quote it's okay not to be okay but we shouldn't be not okay every day (laughs) so yeah exactly so yeah that's why we seek for help and one thing that i forgot to talk about (laughs) during our conversation because i think it was such it is such an interesting topic. We talked about general things and education and stigma but there are so many other things that we can also talk about mental health but one thing that I forgot to talk about during this episode it's about the canva that I'm doing um, <laughs> right um, so what I'm painting it is I, w- I want to do a plant. Like, and the reason why I'm doing a plant, you know those plants that you hang and you can put in your like room or whatever inside your house and you hang them and there are so like there are so many leaves um, falling out the, the vase and I saw this idea in the Pinterest and I thought that it was amazing. So I decided to like kind of make a, a pun with what I'm drawing. So I'm doing like the plant, the hanging plant, and I'm going to write hanging there like the plant. So it's like hanging there. Uh, we know every day um, we have hard days. We have um, sometimes we only have days and we do have uh, good days. But when we do have the bad days or only days that we simply have to go through hanging there. Uh, it is important to have someone you to support, to talk about and to understand your feelings and simply seek for help. So this is what I'm doing. Kind of it's like a motivational cold kind of canva. And Julie said something about the plants and the roots. If you can talk about that, I really liked. The uh, analogy that he did before,
2: yeah, yeah, I told her like to uh she she was like uh ah, I don't know if you know plants are the best thing, I don't know what it, it like could represent, and I told her like that it has roots like any other person, and we have like that context that not everyone can see, but it can also like grow more and it has room um to grow in many other like um in many directions and grow in different aspects um. Uh, like um, besides like all the root that they have and you know everything that we don't see there's still like this beautiful part that is still growing mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's basically what I said yeah and I thought it was perfect now going back to mental health um, it's one thing that I've, I saw um, yeah. these days that it's the example of it's like an extreme situation when people end up killing themselves this is something really hard um, to talk about uh, but it is something to talk about there are people that are suicidal that have suicide thoughts and those are like extreme situations that people really 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 need all the help they can get but what I wanted to say about the situation is how people treat people that kill themselves the same way as they treat mental health stigma so like how many times have we seen or heard about people killing themselves due to their mental struggles and when they do we hear people saying um how they think they should have reached out for someone and trying to get help but actually, when someone do reach out this person, uh, people treat there are people that treat them like crazies or even uh, display them as like unavailable and even worse, sometimes they treat like it's nothing. So imagine telling you like imagining you not having motives to be uh, to continue living and then when you do reach out for someone and talked about that someone this person will like look at you and it will be like oh my god this is such a dramatic thing that you're saying like that's not a thing you that's what we said like oh no simply try to live or simply try to be more positive but and then in the end they keep blaming the person who unfortunately was not able to handle everything he or she or they that we're going through, because in the end, most of the people treat mental illness as laziness, as incapability of overcoming problems, conformism, uh, lack of strength, and even, as I said, dramas.
2: I think that every struggle is a like a valid struggle.
0: There are people that sometimes they don't want to talk about their struggles because they think it's not as bad as... I don't know, someone's other problems. But if we, if we always think like that, we're always going to find out, we're always going to find uh, another option that is worst of what we are going through. And in the end, you're going to go like, you're going to be tucking your problems inside yourself and, and pretending they don't exist. And in the end, you're going to end up drowning. Now, coming to an end of our episode, after our conversations, after understanding more about this topic, let me remake my question that I made before. What should be your position in mental health awareness? awareness, And what position should you be taking when mental illness are present or close to your reality? It is important for us to have empathy, patience. Uh, give support and try to be comprehensive with others every day because as I said, we never know what the other is going through and so don't deny help when you can and for people that are struggling, don't hesitate to reach out um, I know it's hard to do that because because of actually our mindset when we are struggling with but we don't have to go through that alone um, it's not a lack of strength to need help it is actually to acknowledge that you have a problem that it's that it's bigger than you and then you have to reach out <laughs> so girls thank you so much for your presence uh, you really enriched the content you really made this episode even more interesting for people and I think it was perfect I think uh, What we had, uh, our reflection here, was totally crucial for people to listen, for people to reflect upon their behavior or their struggles. And yeah, I was really honored to have you two here. And I think
1: it was simply perfect. <laughs> I Thank you, Ji. We were very honored to be here. We loved this conversation. It was amazing.
2: Yeah, I feel really thankful to have had this opportunity to talk about it because it's not um, like a thing that happens a lot, like this type of conversation. So it was really useful and I hope people um, like take good use of it.
0: (laughs) Totally. Um, Let's hope people um, understand how mental health awareness is important. uh, Try to educate more themselves and people that are actually struggling, I think. I really hope that you felt heard, that you felt a little at least represented, and that it was at least something to help you, you know? That's it, thank you guys. See you next episode, and I hope you stay as long as you want. Bye! Thank you, <laughs> bye! bye.